My name is Debbie Samuels and welcome to Daily Hope. Many years ago, my youngest daughter, she took something from my mother, her grandmother, and she was having a hard time admitting that she did it. Yet, my grandmother knew that she needed to get to that place of confession and repentance. So she gave her a very safe place in a place of love to finally get to that place of confessing and repenting. And man, that was one of the greatest weights that came off my daughter. Well, as we head into Nehemiah 9 and 10, we're going to see that the Israelites are getting to the place where they are going to have to confess and repent to God. Now, in Nehemiah 8, Ezra has read the book of the law to the Israelites, and the response to that was celebration and worshiping the God. But here we get to Ezra 9, and now they have a different response. And this is where they are fasting, they are wearing sackcloth, and they are putting ashes on their head. And this is where they begin to confess and repent their sin of breaking God's law. Now, repentance and confession was vital for the people of Israel, but it's also vital for us today. Romans 3.23 says that for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And 1 John 1.8 says, if we claim to be without sin, then we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Sin is described as any deviation from God's perfect standard of righteousness. It includes actions, words, and even our thoughts. And the truth is, we are all sinners, no matter how hard we try. Well, the truth is that the truth came back to the Israelites through the book of the law, and they were now coming back to God through their time in confession and repentance. Nehemiah 9 includes the longest prayer that is ever written in the Bible. It's a historical prayer, one that not only walks through the history of the Israelites, but also describes who God is and what he has done. And part of it says, you are not, you alone are God. You have given us everything. You are the Lord God. You have kept your promises. You made a name for yourself. You gave your good spirit to instruct them. And so much more. This prayer is a great reminder for us to take a look back in our life. Who is God to us? What has he done for us? Who is God to us now? What are we asking him for in the future? Yet also included in this prayer is the history of the disobedience of the Israelites. And it begins with their ancestors in verse 16. It says that they became arrogant and stiff-necked, which means they were stubborn and argumentative. They did not obey his commands and they refused to listen and failed to remember the miracles that God had performed, which he did so many. But then the prayer pivots and it continues with, but you are a forgiving God. You are gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. Therefore, you did not desert them. Throughout the book of Nehemiah, but particularly in Nehemiah 9, 32 through 37, the importance of confession and repentance of sin is highlighted. In Nehemiah 9:33, Nehemiah says that you, God, have been righteous in all that you have 
brought upon us, for you have dealt with it faithfully, yet we have acted wickedly. There's a picture of confession. You are God and we are not. Spurgeon says that repentance is the inseparable companion of faith. Nehemiah has written to remind the people of God that we are defined by our confession and repentance, understanding who we are in light of who God is. It ends in uh, Nehemiah 9.38 by saying, and because of all this, because of the repentance, confession, we make a sure covenant and write it, and our leaders and our Levites and our priests shall seal it. In chapter 10, they wrote a covenant that centered on being faithful to God in all of their relationships, all of their business dealings, and all of their service to God. So to take time today to think on what God has done for you in your life, take time to read through this historical, beautiful prayer in chapter 9. Highlight all the things that God is and what God has done and remember them for you and your life, but also spend time in confession and repentance. But remember, but you, God, are a forgiving God, gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. Therefore, you will not desert me. Therefore, he will not desert you. May God bless you in all that you do this week.